Okay. Talk about uh, Tubav. That's tonight, tomorrow. <coughs> so, the Mishnah tells us that um, Mishnah, the end of Tainus, Amrav Shimon Gamliel, Rabban Shimon Gamliel, Hayam Taivli Yisrael, Kachamisha Asabav Chiyam Akipurim. That the two biggest Yamim Taivim that Kla Yisrael has is Chamisha Asabav, the 15th of Av, and Yam Akipurim. And the Gemara tells us that Yom Kippur, we understand, <coughs> is a Yantiv Mishum Dis Beis Lichom Mechila. Yom Shenitnu by Luchas Achrainais. It's a day of Slichom Mechila. It's a day we receive the Luchas Achrainais that the Mishnah calls that Zematan Taira. Matan Taira of the second Luchas was on Yom Kippur. But the Gemara is bothered, why Tuba'av? What was the big Yantif? So the Gemara is going to go through six reasons what happened on Tuba'av. Now, but just to give Akdama before we come to understand the Gemara and try to go through, we'll go through each of these reasons and, and, and try to figure them out a little bit. So the Chazal are telling us there's some type of Hashva between Yom Kippur and, and Tuba'av. Now both of them, the Mishnah explains, was a day of Shaduchim, both Yom Kippur and Tuba'av. The Mishnah says, B'nai Yisrael would go out, B'chli Lavan, and everyone, would, they would choose a Shaduchim on that day. Now, on Yom Kippur is a day when the Satan, the Yitzhahara, doesn't have a Shlita. Chazal tell us that the Yitzhahara only has a Shlita. The Satan, HaSatan is Gematria 364, and there's 365 days in the year, so there's one day that's out. The Satan, for whatever for whatever degree, he doesn't have a shlita. So that's probably one of the reasons why you could have such a situation where you could have what sounds a little funny that all the Bereis Yisrael go out in circles and dance and say, okay, pick us as a shidduch. It doesn't sound like the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, tsonua type of thing to happen. Obviously, it's a different generation and different times. But the fact that it's Yom Kippur and there's already a Shmirah from the Yitzhahara, so that's already something you could, you know, think about a little bit. But Tubav, so like what happened there? Uh, is Chazal telling us that Tubav also has that same type of Shmirah? And that day, a Shmirah from the Satan and the Yitzhahara? It's only one day out, 364 to 365. Didn't make it 363. It's a to say that Tubav is not always a mamish the same like Yom Kippur. Because it could be, as we'll see, that, uh, that well, there is some type of hashva. So that's just something to keep in mind here. Now, the, um, <coughs> the Mepharshim bring the Svar Makadoshim say as follows. That Chamish Asabav and Yom Kippurim are both days that a person has the ability to change everything L'tayva. He could change around his whole year L'tayva. It's a very powerful day. Just like on Yom Kippur, a person could be Zaycha, Teksiva, Vachasim, Ataiva. Right or gemar chasim ataiva. So too, and chamisha asibav, a person could earn the siyata deshmaya and bracha for an entire year. They both have that power. Now you'll say, I understand Yom Kippur has the power, but what exactly is going on here with chamisha asibav? And in fact, and in fact, to, to make the question a little bit stronger here, and this is something that. Shmuley's been asking me for the last few weeks already, 
few times already. He asked me the same thing. He says, what's tuba of? There's nothing to it. There's a we- regular weekday. All we do is not say tachanon. And what, what's, <coughs> what's this loy ha'yamim ta'yavim Yisrael? So the answer is as follows. The answer is mamish. The, the shaila is the tarets itself. And that is that the fact Yom Kippur is a day of Kedusha. Yom Kippur is a day Kulay Ruchnius. Kulay Ruchnius. It's not such a pella anymore that on Yom Kippur a person can mamas change things. Look at the day. Tubav is a regular weekday. It's a regular Yom Hachal. What do we do? We don't say Tachanan. Okay. You don't say Tachanan. Tubav teaches us that a person could take a regular day Kalah Yisrael could take a regular day and you could raise it up to such a level and give it such power, you could turn it into a day of bracha for all of Kalah Yisrael. There's no such thing as ordinary when it comes to Kalah Yisrael. Ordinary days also have potential to be the most powerful days of the year. So when you see, a, you see an airplane fly in the air, it's not such a pallet, that's what airplanes do, right? But it's a shav, that's what airplanes do. If you see a person fly in the air, that's already a pallet. Yom Kippur is an airplane. The fact that Yom Kippur is able to bring about bracha, it's an airplane. Hey, everyone understands, Yom Kippur flies. Finished. Tubav is the person flying. That's the Pella. We could take a regular normal day, seemingly normal day, a regular day, <coughs> and it remains a regular day. And yet the power of the day, to raise it up, to have such power, that's what Tish, Tubav teaches us. There's a story with the Chazaynish, the Chazaynish, there was once a, a Maisa with many years ago, there was someone named um, Reb Nechemia Becker, Zechrein Levracha. Reb Nechemia Becker was a Chash of a Yid, and um, he had many, many, many children and grandchildren, Tamidich Chachamim. But the fact that he was even born was a nice. What happened? His mother was very sick, and um, <coughs> they had to do a surgery. And the doctor said, listen, if we do the surgery... She'll never be able to have children. So what are you supposed to do? Her husband ran to the Chazanish. What are you supposed to do here? She doesn't have the surgery. She'll probably die. If she has the surgery, we won't have children. So what are we supposed to do? So the Chazanish, you know, was well-versed in medicine. And he listened exactly to all the details of the machala and of the surgery. And he said to him, okay, listen, according to that information, this taka no choice. With all the pain that's going to be brought about over here, you got to do the surgery. Right after that, they started davening Mincha. And this, the father of this Rav, original Rav Becker, so he davened with the Chazanish in, the, in, in, uh, in Mincha. And after Mincha, the Chazanish called him over and says, repeat everything again to me. Tell me all that stood him again. Tell me all the details. So he told him all the details. And after thinking for a moment, the Chazanish says, okay, forget it. Don't do anything. Bez Hashem, she'll become better and there won't be any problems. No need for a surgery. So he said, I understand, 15 minutes ago, right before Mincha, you just told me, Mamish, the exact opposite, we have to do the surgery, what changed? So Chazanish looked at him and says, what changed was, I dava Mincha, I dava Mincha. Everything changed after I dava Mincha. It wasn't Neila, it wasn't Yom Kippur, okay, it was the Chazanish, but it was, it, was, it was a Mincha, a regular Mincha. And that's what Tubav teaches us, that a regular day a person could take, and Klai Yisrael takes it, and we turn it into a day of bracha. So now let's go through the six things that the Gemara tells us happened on Tuba'ah. And as we'll see, some of them are things that became invested into the day and gave it the power. And some of them are things that we see are a result of that power of the day. And that's why 
<coughs> excuse me, they punked happened on that day. So the first thing the Gemara tells us is, Amr of Yehuda Amr Shmuel, Yoim Shehutru Shvatim Lavi Zebezeb. What happened? And we know in the end of Parshas Masay, the um, Sheva Menashe came to Moshe Rabbeinu and told them, listen, you told the Bnei Slavcha that they're going to get their father's Yerusha, and what's going to happen here is they're going to get the Yerusha of our Shevet, then they're going to go marry to another Shevet, and we're not going to get the Yerusha of our Shevet, it's going to go to another Shevet. So the Chazal tell us that Hashem says, Hashem so that the halacha was, Punk Bunai Slavcha was an exception, and we, in our Meshachachmash here, we brought a Meshachachma about this, but for that generation, Taka women had to marry into their same Shevet, just in case they're ever Yairish, so it will remain in the Shevet. And the reason was, when we started, the first Yerusha of Eretz Yisrael had to be, couldn't be like this forever. The Meshachachma says, Beferish. Couldn't have been like this forever. He says, that's why they didn't ask the Urim because the Urim is is uh, something that's forever. It's, it's, it can't be changed. They understood that it has to be, Klai so can't be separated <coughs> into Shvatim, that they can never marry into each other. But, but Menashe said, listen, we haven't made it into Eretz Yisrael yet, and we're already swapping things, already losing our, our, our Chalakim. First, let's set out all the Chalakim. So fine. Later on, after Yerusha's Haaretz, so came a point, the next generation, so they said, it was only for that generation, and now, Yoim Shehutru Shvatim Now every Shevet was able to, to intermarry with other Shvatim. This was a, an achtos that was brought about in Klai Yisrael. This was a certain type of avas Yisrael that now no one was restricted to remain in their shevet and remained isolated in their shevet. Adarabba. Adarabba. Everybody was able to, to marry into each other. It brought about a unity in Klai Yisrael that they didn't have these divisions between the, the shvatim in this way. And when there's an Ava in Kla Yisrael, this Ava that was brought about through Yoim Shehutshu Shvatim Lavi Zebezeh and Chamish Asr Ba'av that infused Chamish Asr Ba'av with power. Because when there's Avas Yisrael in Kla Yisrael, there's power in Kla Yisrael, there's Bracha in Kla Yisrael, there's Yeshuas in Kla Yisrael. And it wasn't just for that generation when it happened. They invested in it into the day, Lidori Doris forever, that today, tomorrow, Tuba of has the power of Bracha and Yeshua and Siyata Dishmaya. Why? Because however many years ago, however many generations ago, there was a point of Avas Yisrael that came about in such an Eifen. And it was a Simcha for Kla Yisrael. And it was a certain, certain we would call it Avas Chinam, as we said, there's Shvach if there's such a Lashon. But the Avas Chi, the Ava of Kla Yisrael was the unity of Kla Yisrael was brought about. And that Shefa of Ava was invested into the day of Tubav, and that's why Tubav is such a powerful day. Continuing on the same Mahalach, the Gemara says another Teretz. After the story of Pelegash Begiva in the times of the Shaiftim, so Klayusel had a war with Sheva bin Yamin, and they killed Roiv Anshe Hashavit. And Klayusel made a Shvua that no one's going to give their daughter to marry into Shavit bin Yamin. Again, there was a terrible period in Klai Yisrael. There was a reason why they did this. They held Sheva bin Yom and did a terrible Maisa with Pelegash Begiva. However, Lamaisa, it was a terrible thing. Now, besides for that, a lot of Sheva bin Yom was killed out. If you're not going to let any intermarriages here between the Shvatim with Sheva bin Yom, there's a big uh, Sakan over here. What's going to happen? 
So they, 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 there was a whole problem because they all made a shvua and how we're going to be matzah the shvua. The Gemara talks about this. Eventually they'll be able to learn from a pasuk, mimenu, v'loimibaneinu, excuse me, emimela, and Tuba'av, they came up with this hatter of Binyamin was mutter now to marry all of Kla Yisrael, and they could marry in from each other's Shevet. In other words, so again, if there's only few men in Shevet Binyamin, we said a lot were killed out, and they can't marry any women from any other Shvatim, so there's very, there's very slim picking, so to speak, over here. So Emele was a big problem. But now that Kla Yisrael was again united together, it's the same idea that when Kla Yisrael, this was the next generation already, Mibaneinu, this was the next generation, Kla Yisrael was united again with his Avas Yisrael, and this infused into the day again, a second time, this Avas Yisrael that gives Kla Yisrael Lidoires a day full of Siata Dishmaya and a day full of potential. And it works out very well that it's right after Tishabav. If Tishabav is Sinas Chinam, so Mamela, the Tikkun, is a day of Ava, is a day of unity, is a day of Ava. And that comes right after Tishabav. It doesn't say it's Miyuch, it's any type of uh, connection to Tishabav, but it's always around Shabbos Nachamu as well. Shabbos Nachamu is a day of Simcha after Tishabav. The Ritva brings down in Masech that the Shabbos after Tishabav is a day of Simcha is made to be a simcha for Klai Yisrael, and it all revolves around the achdus and the ava that Klai Yisrael had for each other in these two, two episodes, and they infused into this day, again, a regular day, but a regular day could be turned into a powerful day when there's Avas Yisrael, when there's unity in Klai Yisrael. What else happened on that day? So, Amar Rabbi Baruchanan, Rabbi Yechanan, Yoim Shekalu Midbar, the day the Meisei Midbar stopped dying. We know the Chet of the Meraglim was on Tisha B'av, And because of that, it was Nigzar on Klai Yisrael. And that generation, they'll all die. They're not going to go into Eretz Yisrael. And the Medrash tells us, and Tysus brings down here in, in Tainus, Medrash and Eicha, every Tisha B'av, they would all, all, the, all, the, all the adults between the ages of 20 and 60 would um, dig themselves a grave. And they would go to sleep in the grave. And the next morning, there would be an announcement, anyone who's still alive, time to wake up. And whoever got up, got up, and whoever didn't, didn't. And on that year, the last year in the Midbar, on Tisha B'av, they went to sleep, and everybody got up. So they thought maybe they made a mistake. Yud, Yudalf, Yudbeis, it came ready to B'av, they saw the Levana B'milua, they said it's obviously not Tisha B'av anymore if there's a full moon. <coughs> so they realized that the Gzeira was, was bottle. Vasu Yantif, Vasu Yantif. Vasu Yantif. So, this is not something necessarily that infused anything into the day. Adarabba, the Rabbi Shalom felt that if you're going to have, especially when we talk about a Bechia Shalchinam and we talk about the, the Sinas Chinam, what Sinas Chinam? The Meraglim or Marba Sinas Chinam to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. If you look in Rashi in last week's parsha, it says, Sinas Hashem Isanu. It says that the, the Meraglim said, or Klai Yisrael said, Hashem hates us, and that's why he wants to bring us to Israel to destroy us. And Rashi says, it's what we call, um, what do they call it in English when you, you put your feelings onto somebody else? 
projecting. Projecting, right, projecting. That was what I was looking for. It says, really, when you sin as Hashem, I saw on Rashi. He says, no, no, you really hated Hashem, and you projected it on Hashem and said, he hates you. So again, there's a sinner going on over here. to the So that's part of what the Miraglim was. So, Mamela, if you have a day, you have a day over here that, um, <clears throat> if you have a day that, that, um, that is a day has the potential. Now again, you have to realize this story really happened earlier. It happened before these other two stories really happened. This is the, the earlier one. But this is a day that was muhan already for a day of Avas Yisrael. It's a day HaKadosh Baruch Hu realized that this is the time to give a basura to Klai Yisrael that now some hold that the last year, Taka, they were supposed to die and they didn't. HaKadosh Baruch Hu ended the Gzeira early. So Machlaikas here and Tais exactly what happened. I think the Meshachachma writes that they all ended up dying before Kibush Haaretz. It wasn't totally, the, 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 the Gzeira wasn't totally taken away. But Lamaisa, they didn't die. They didn't die. And the Mamel, they made the day of a Yontif. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us this reprieve over here on this day from such a terrible Gzeira, so then then um, it's a day a yantif. Now the Rabbeinu Gershom adds in a prat. Rabbeinu Gershom writes over here, Yom Shekalu by Meisei Midbar V'Kavu Yantif L'fi Shechazer Hadibar L'Moshe He adds in a prat. So what do you mean? So they stop dying? So it's a yantif? Well, you stop dying. Why is that a yantif? Right? So Bishlama, if the, not if the Gzera ended early, so it could be the Mediantiv, because the Gzera ended early. But if it was really the last year, like Rashi says, like Tyson says in a second shot, so what's the Yantiv? The Yantiv is that the Gzera is over. You don't make a Yantiv, the Gzera is over. You say, okay, you don't mourn anymore, but you don't make a Yantiv. So it's just a because Rashi tells us in Parshas Devarim that for 38 years after the Chet Egel, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't speak directly to Moshe Rabbeinu. Klai Yisrael was in Nazifa, a little bit of a cherem because of it. Right? So now what happened after the Gzeirah, so the Meisei Midbar, the Meisei Midbar stopped dying, the Debra was Chazer Lamaisha. That big level of Kirva that Klai Yisrael had with the Rabbeinu Shalom returned. So that was the Yantav. The Yantav was Debra Chazer Lamaisha. Similar to... Uh, it's similar to Shabbos Nachamu. What Shabbos Nachamu? Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. We think, Rabbi Shem left us. It's gone. And the Pasuk is not. Hashem talks back. Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. I'm still here. Chazer Hadibur. Hashem speaks to us again. So that's part of the Simcha. So when HaKadosh Baruch was Chazer and speaks to Klai Yisrael, there's this Kirva between the Rabbi Nishalaylam and Klai Yisrael. The Gzeirah is over. That Kirva creates in the day. It's a day of Ava. It's a day of Kirva. It's a day of power. Why? Because this is a day of of Klai Yisrael being close to the Rabbi Okay, what's the next reason? Um, the next reason is Ula Amar Yom Shabitul Hashem and Ela Pardisayis Prustayis. I'm sorry, Shehoshiv Yerovim and Avon Aladrochim Shalolayali Yisrael Lerega. Vamar Leizah Shir Tziyalu Yerovim Venevat. As we know, I was a big Russia. And he wanted Klai Yisrael not to go up. The problem was he was from Malchi. If he was, he was a Malach over Yisrael over ten Shvatim. And the Malchi Yehuda, the capital was Yerushalayim. So he has a problem. If he's trying to make his own king, uh, his own uh, kingdom, and the capital is the capital of the other kings, he's got a problem. So he had to make it that no one should be going up to Yerushalayim to be Eilu Regal because he wanted them to come to him. So Emela, what did he do? So what did he do? He put up Shimrim. He put up Shimrim, not allowing anyone to go up to um, to Ali Ragel. It says Prusdoyos uh, on the side. He says Pirish Shimrim. There were guards. Yerovim Nevo put on the drachim. No one's allowed to go Ali Ragel. 
And this went on for a very long time. It went a very long time. Um, <coughs> he ended up making two agalim for Rabbi Dezara in Bidon and in Basel. And uh, he put a piece of uh, parchment with the shame on Mephirish in their mouth. And they used to say all types of things over there. And they hung in the, in the air. They were suspended in the air. Some say, Gemara has two pshat to me. They put a thing in the mouth. Or used a magnet, the Gemara says, to trick everybody. Either way, and they started speaking. on So everyone, oh, it looks like this is the new thing. The new base Hamikdash. So unfortunately, <coughs> many people, 10 shvatim and klayiso were taya. And they brought carbonus there. And finished, no one was allowed to go up um, Ali Alirego. Um... Many generations later, so Hashiach ben Elah became the Melech HaMalch Yisrael, and he was a good king, and therefore he was Mevatel the Prois Diyoy Shehemed Yeravam. And now the, uh, the Bnei Aseris HaShvatim were allowed to go up Ali Regal, and there was a Rebuy of Kedusha and Klai Yisrael when they went up Ali Regal. Now the truth is, Klai Yisrael was on a very low madreg of Ruchnius at that time, and yet, and most people still didn't care to go up Ali Al-Regal. They stay going to the Avayi Zara. They're very happy with, with serving the Avayi Zara. But Lamaisa, there was a small group, small groups of people that Taka ended up going up Ali Al-Regal. And um, these small groups of people, so this happened on Tuba Av. Tuba Av that he was Mavatal the price Diyai. So now the next Regal, I guess, is Sukkis, that they're able to go up. But this is when he was Mavatal and he gave the Yechailas for these few people to go up Ali Al-Regal. Now if you think about it, this made it a Yontif, that now Kalei again is able to go and connect with the Rabbi Shalaylam in a Ruchliyistic way. Now this, both of these, ha- this happened after already the day was invested with Avas Yisrael, with Huchu Shvatim Lavi Zabazah, and the Sheva Bin Yaman by Pelagish Begiva. This was a day already that had Avas Yisrael in it. It was a day of Kalu by Mesa Midbar that we connected with the Rabbi Shalaylam. Had a powerful day. So what happened? We have another connection with the Rabbi Shalaylam through Ali Al-Regal. But the Pella is, the Pella is that how many people went? If you told me Gans Kalai Yisrael went up, Evamel, that's why it's a Yom Tov Ladeiris, 10 Shvatim go. I hear a couple groups of people from the Aseris HaShvatim go up Ali Al-Regel. The Teretz is, another lesson here of, of, of Tubav is that when it comes to Ruchnias, there's not just no such thing as something small. You could have a small group of people go up Ali Al-Regel and it makes it a Yom Tov Ladeiris. Forever in Klai Yisrael, there's a yontif now because of this. No one should ever think that when it comes to Ruchnius, it's a little, a little, what's a big deal? It's too small. It's only, eh, it's a, every little bit. You dive in a drop more B'Kavani, you do a drop more Chesed, you do your Chesed with a little bigger, a little bit bigger of a smile, you'll think, what did I do already? You did worlds. We did worlds. When it comes to Ruchnius, any little bit, has a hemshech and it has a hashbal and the mela. That's why the day of Tubav again is such a powerful day. Yom shenitnu haruge beta lekvura is the next teretz in the Gemara. Of Masna says the haruge beta were given over lekvuras. We know that after the after the churban there was uh, there was uh, bar Kaichva was rebelling against the Romans. Rabbi Kiva thought he was Mashiach. The Gemara tells us. <coughs> And the Romans came. They they uh, they killed Abetar. Abetar was a a uh, a very large a very large city. Is Machleksin and exactly how many people were killed? Some say it was four million. Others say it was even a higher number of people. And the Romans decided that they're not even going to let them be buried. The dead. They made them into a a, a fence around their their vineyards. 
And for 14 years, they didn't allow them to be buried. Until the Medjish tells us that, um, that a, a, a Melech Rachamon, a new king came, and, um, and he finally allowed them to go bury it, go bury the Mesim in Tunis. <coughs> and uh, that was an ace number one. Number one is that they were nitna l'kvura, they were given over, they were shus for kvura. And number two is, shalai yisrichu, 14 years, that body, that it didn't, uh, it didn't decompose, it didn't rot, is an ace. So this all happened on, on two ba'av that was given permission, and that's the brach of atayv ha'meitiv, we say in Birchas Hamazan, atayv shalai yisrichu, ha'meitiv shanita l'kvura. And this was a day, now these people, Labdafka, these people from the biggest Sadiqim, uh, we don't find, we, I, I don't know who was there was there, but um, from millions of people, especially we're talking about, it's, again, Bismana Khurban, these weren't from the Sadiqim I love, and I'm sure there were Mershaim amongst them as well, and yet, and yet the Rabbi Nisham performed this nace, and he gave this hatter of Kura on Tuba'av. So this is a little bit more of the effect of the day, that the Pshad is, that you see the Rabbi Nisham picked what's a day that's roi for such a nace to happen, and for such a Basura Taiva to happen. In the Meshachachma, Amardika Meshachachma, in, in, in next week's Parsha, that explains that the whole idea here was that Kala Yisrael thought the Rabbi Nisham left them, we're in Galus, there's no, how, who's going to take care of us in Galus? And in the Beis Hamikdash, Hashem's here, and I saw Hashem's here. Then Hashem showed them through different kings, Rachmanim, Hakadosh Baruch is able to protect Klaiso, Kaseven, Seven Shivim Zevim, and that's what the Yontif is again—a Yontif of Kurva to the Rabbi Nisham, just like Aliyah the Regular's Kurva, just like Chazar Adibra's Kurva. So too that in Galus, Hashem takes care of us behind the scenes. That's also, and that's why Chazal were masakin. The Meshachach was bothered. There were Nisim that happened, the other Nisim in history. We never have a Takana Ladiris, but this was the the Klaiso was desperate and. The first three brachas of Birchas Hamazan talk about Nisim Gluyim, like Hazan is for the Mon, and then there's uh, Birchas Aretz is for the Nisim Aretz Yisrael, Rachim is for the base Hamigdos. These are Nisim Gluyim. Shem takes care of us. The fourth bracha comes along and says, Shem takes care of us even in Golis. There's a kurva of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Klai Yisrael even in Golis, Kiseb and Shivim Zevim. Again, that's what the day of Tubuav is. It's a day of Ashbav, Avas Yisrael, and connection to the Rabbi Nisham, and that's why it's such a powerful day. And the last reason, the sixth reason is, It was the day they stopped cutting the wood for the Marach. What's, the, what's going on over here? We know that they needed, they needed wood for the Marach that had to be dry wood, so it shouldn't be too smoky. So the whole summer they would cut down Eitzim for the Marach. And then um, when it came... When it came Tuba'av, so now things are starting to get a little cooler. It's a little cooler, so the wood's not drying out as well. And since it's not drying out as well, it'll be moist, it'll be wormy, it'll be smoky, all different types of problems. So therefore, they stopped cutting the Eitzim for the Marach on this day. And they called it Yom Taver Magal, the day that they broke the axe, because now there's no more cutting of the of the Eitzim. And the Gemara is Mavur, but the way Rabbi Nagarisham writes it, he says, so what's the point? So you make a yant of the day you stop cutting wood? No, because now they all have more time to learn Tyra. Again, how many people are we talking about over here? How many families, how many people are we talking about over here They had the midst of cutting down the Eitzim for the Marocha? There was, a, there, was a, uh, there was a rotation of how many families did it. There was a rotation. It, uh, for, for when they did it. And it was a yantif when they did it themselves. The Gemara talks about it in the Tainus. It was a yantif when they did it 
it themselves. But now that the whole cycle is over for the year, all these people have a couple more hours a day to learn more Tyra. And that's why it's a yantif for Kala Yisrael. Because whenever you're Moisif more Tyra in Kala Yisrael, it's a yantif for all of Kala Yisrael. You'll say, what's the big deal? 10 people, 20 people, 30, 50 people have another hour to learn. How much time? They didn't spend the whole day chopping down wood. How much more time do they have to learn? The Torah says no. Every minute of Torah, every hour of Torah, no one should ever say, what's my learning? What's my five minutes? What's my two minutes? What's my hour? What's my chavrutzah shop? Who am I? It makes no difference. We don't know who these people are. But the fact that there was now more time to learn Torah and Klai Yisrael is a yantif for Klai Yisrael for Dairis. Why? Because of that Torah. That's again the same connection. Everything is a connection over here. Then when there's Avas Yisrael, when there's Achtas and Klai Yisrael between each other, between the Rabbeinu Shalom and Klai Yisrael, between the Torah of the Rabbeinu Shalom and Klai Yisrael, that's why the day is such a powerful day. Because this day defines Klai Yisrael. It's Klai Yisrael united, it's Klai Yisrael Ba'ava, with each other, with the Rabbeinu Shalom, and with the Torah. And that's the lesson over here of Yoim Shakarsu Bay Eitzim. This is the day they finished. The Shaposko Milichras Eitzim Aracha is the power of every individual's Torah. And that's what we see over here the power of each individual's mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel. And you see the power of each and every individual's Torah. That's, that's the aside over here of Krisas. Of, cre- of the day they stopped cutting the Eitzim Lamarocha, says the Rabbi Nagershom, Bikan Ve'elech Maisif and Lasak Betayra. And that's really the Gemara says. He's just saying it. He's just saying it. Uh, he's just saying it. Bekitzer. Geshmak of Art's coming to mind now. You know, um, we talk about. Um, I, I heard from uh, one of my Rabbeim, Rabbi Majitav Yalif. So <laughs> he told it to me actually. And then I heard he said it in the Shir as well. See, he was bothered by the question. I talk, spoke to him about this on, on Tishabov. Um, he had two questions he asked. How come on Tishabov you can't, there's no Shayla Shalom? You can't say good morning, have a good day. No Shayla Shalom. People aren't friendly. L'chaira, if the day came about because of Sinas Chinam, it should be the most friendliest day in the world. Everybody should go give each other Mamash a, a bubby kiss, you know what I mean? And uh, it's like, you know, every person with the Mamash Agan said good morning. We should practice a whole nine days Mamash with Azak good morning, Azak Shmeichel. It should be Mamash the most friendliest day of the year. And the second reason we talked about uh, So what do you do, Tisha We don't learn. We don't learn. How did that work out the first time around? Right? Other Rabbi, you should learn 25 hours straight to be Masakin. This is his question. So Grada, I, I told him, at least for the first question, I saw, I saw a Tarot, why you don't say, why you don't, there's no Shayla Shalom, because Adarab, the word is that you're going to learn to love someone even if he doesn't say good morning to you. I'm babbled. The guy ignored me. Right? You can learn to love somebody even though he doesn't say good morning to you. It doesn't help with the Baruch but Torah I saw someone say Azavart. So he said over like this. He said over B'Shem, Rabbi Sohar Reisman, Shlita, who said that, you know, when things go wrong, I'm all, you got to reboot the computer. You know, when the little things aren't uh, clicking so well, you got to start over. You unplug and you start again. So, if we talk about problems with Sinaschinam and we start problems with, with Tyra, so we shut down. We shut everything down. There's no talking to each other. There's no Tyra. And then we reboot, and now comes, and then we start over again, and it fits in Gishmak, because then we come to Atuba, which is full of Ava, full of Tyra, very Gishmak. So he wanted to Taina like this, a little bit different. He wanted to Taina, Rabbi Leif, that, um, <coughs> you know, you find by a Mitzayra. A Mitzayra, what's the halacha? That Bodad Yeshe Mechutz 
right? He has to sit outside like an oval. Anyone who comes near him, he says, Tame, Tame, stay away from me. I'm a guy who makes trouble. I make fights Binish Lishta. I make fights Ben Stay away from me. Nobody talk to me. If you if you can't live, if you know, if you're not living well in society, you don't appreciate friends and society and the, and what they could do for you, so we take it away from you. See how it feels not to be amongst people. See how it feels not to be able to talk to anybody. See how it feels you gotta chase everybody away. Then when you're gonna come back in, you're gonna come and appreciate. So he said like this Sinas Chinam, the Pshad is because we didn't appreciate each other. Okay, you know what? You're going to have a day that you're going to ignore each other. See how it feels to be alone. See how it feels not to be able to talk to somebody with a geschmack and say a good morning to them. And then the next morning you'll appreciate what it means to talk to people. And same thing with Tyra. You didn't appreciate Tyra? Okay, no Tyra. 25 hours. You see, how geschmack was it? Abyssal, all of a sudden, Abyssal made cotton, you know. Abyssal, chasavela. It's not geschmack. Hear me, you know, no, hey, you see what it is? Now, the next day you'll be learning 25 hours. Next day you come to appreciate, appreciate the Torah. And that's what's coming, a, a tubav after a tishabav is coming to teach us appreciation and all these things. The shalom of Klai Yisrael with each other and the, and the shalom of Klai Yisrael with the Rabbeinu Shalom and the shalom of Klai Yisrael with the Torah. But the bottom line is to remember it was a regular day. But look what a regular day becomes when there's Avon Klai Yisrael. Look what a regular day becomes when there's a connection with the Rabbi Shalom. Look what a regular day becomes when there's a connection with the Torah. Because there's no such thing as regular. We do mitzvahs regularly. There's no such thing as regular. Every mitzvah we do has a power to it. We're talking about on Shabbos, Shantem, Ez Hashem, Shabbos, if the drasha remains as it is presently, which is not a riot to anything. So don't hold me to it. But it's, it's talking, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing ragil. So I'm going to end off with one Meridikamaisa. There was a fellow, there was a fellow um, <clears throat> there was a fellow who was a Balchuva, and um, if I can find the mice here. He was a Balchuva, and um, he, I'm sorry, he wasn't even a Balchuva yet. He was, he was becoming a Balchuva, and he had learned with some people, and he had heard at a certain uh, event that he was at the idea of Ashir and Birchas Hamazen. It was a Leib Lachim Shir, Ashir and Birchas Hamazen. And the Rav was saying, Birchus HaMazen is mamish a very big mitzvah, chashim a mitzvah, it's a school of Rashiros, a school of Parnassah. <coughs> you have to be careful how you say it, don't go too quickly, say it, be Yishuv Hadas. Yeah, wash my machrainim beforehand, um, with all the reasons of my machrainim, I'll be and all different types of things, besides the partial reason of Melech Stimus. He went through the whole thing, he went through the whole thing. And um, then he said also, you know, if you're in a, with people, then you make a mezuman together, you bench together. Okay, so the guy says, uh, okay, here he is. You know, you heard a wonderful sherry thing. What a great idea. So he's at a wedding. He's at a wedding, not a from a wedding. He's at a wedding with a bunch of his friends. Again, he wasn't a from person yet. Here's a sher. So, you know, he just ate and everybody finished eating and they were all going to get up after the meal and they're going to go to the next area which had some type of Viennese table and a bar and dancing. I like, hold them over there. So, um... So all of a sudden, he stops everybody and he says, please do me a favor, before we all run off to the next thing, let's make a zimun. <laughs> zimun? What are you talking about? What's a zimun? So he says, listen, it's not a big deal. You all sit here and I have the bench. You know, they read Hebrew, they've written this. You know, I'll say the thing. You'll answer back. And, you know, you'll listen to me say the benching. It'll be, don't worry, it's going to take five minutes. I said, listen, we're in a rush to get over there. Do us a favor, just, you know, let's get this over with. Fine, no problem. So he sits over there. 
and he mamish for the first time in his life, he's mamish mezamin raboisai nevorech, and he says the whole thing with instructions, mamish like the guy the Rav taught them to do when he said the birchas hamazin. Some people said it along with him, other people listened to him. Mamish, this guy was like flying high. Here he was, not even from yet, and look what he's doing over here, mamish making a zimun. This is what happened. He finished the last words of, of, of benching, Yivarech Hazami Vashalom, and all of a sudden from the distance there was a crash at Ein Kamayu. There was a major gigantic chandelier that came falling down, fell out of the ceiling, and landed right in front of the bar and Viennese table. Right there. People were hurt. It was a terrible thing. A lot of people, some were killed. It was a terrible, terrible Misa. And what happened? His first mitzvah of his life, the guy. He made a zimun. He benched, and not only did he save himself, again, it was one shear and one halacha that he learned. Bench with his imam, bench like a mensch, as they say, right? And it saved not only his life, it saved everyone else's life. But it wasn't only that, the mice didn't end over there. All of a sudden, his wife, who wasn't there, called him on his cell phone, and she started screaming, what's going on with you? This is what happened, she wasn't feeling well, she went to sleep. And in her sleep, she saw in her dream that her husband was killed. And she woke up, mamish, like so to tumult. Her husband was killed to call the cell phone to see you. Uh, is he alive or is he dead? What's going on? And mamish, at that minute, she, he said, how do you know how to call, call me? She says, mamish, two minutes ago, the chandelier fell. There's people are hurt, there's people are killed. She heard the noises in the background. So she said, what happened to you? Are you hurt? Anything? Nothing happened to me at all. I wasn't in the area. I was in another area. I was busy benching. And because of that, I was saved. Who knows? Uh, maybe Menashemayim, there was not a gzeira on him. And that's what you saw in our dream. And he was mevatel the gzeira. But the point here is, there's nothing ordinary. There's nothing simple in Klai Yisrael. That's what t- Tubav teaches us. You want to know? Tubav is a regular day? Yeah, it's a regular day. But there's no such thing as regular days in Klai Yisrael. A regular day in Klai Yisrael. We're connected to each other. We're connected to the Rabbi Yisrael. We're connected to the Torah. We're connected to the mitzvah. Every single regular mitzvah, every single regular good morning, every single haisafa of ava of mitzvahs in Kla Yisrael gives the power to every single day and to every single mitzvah. And that's the lesson of Tuba of. It's such a powerful day because it's such a regular day. And regular in Kla Yisrael is very powerful. Shetaka b'zoicha to take this to heart. Think about it. Now it's Tuba of. Bez Hashem, all the people who need Yeshua's, whether it's a day of Shaduchim, the people who need Shaduchim, should all find the Shaduchim Bikarov, Azivik Hagun Bikarov, and all other Yeshua's that Klai Yisrael needs. There's so many Yeshua's as we see just from the Gemara. Some of these things are things we invested, others are Yeshua's that happen to Klai Yisrael, and Nisim that happen to Klai Yisrael, and we should be Zaych, as Reb Tzadik HaKaim Leblin says, that on test. Tuba of is the day that the third base Hamikdash is going to be rebuilt. As I Zakhtar Tzadik Akayin, you can look it up. He has a whole Mahalach over there. But it's the day that the third base Hamikdash is going to be, be, be rebuilt because when there's Avon Kla Yisrael and there's Achva between Kla Yisrael and the Rabbi Nishal, and between Rabbi Nishal and Kla Yisrael and the Taira, that'll bring the third base Hamikdash. Amen.